When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast, 90 Day Fiancé, What the Fag. I'm Nadia, and I can assure you, I am not a Yahoo girl. However, I do get called Bibbluff <laughs> from time to time <laughs> and by my boyfriend. And um, right here with me are my two friends, Mariam and Lon. Guys, say hello. Hi, Hi everyone. I'm this Lon. is Mariam. Uh, my name is Miriam. I live in San Francisco, and I'm married to a Tunisian man. So clearly, you guys know how interested I am in this podcast. Hi, my name is Lon, and uh, I don't have anything funny to say right now, but I promise next week I'll uh, I'll try to bring it. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, guys, what do you think of t- la- well yesterday's episode? A lot of cringe. <laughs> I, I a, lot know. Of, a lot of yawning, honestly, on my end. I was bored out of my ass. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I, aside from the tonguing happening at the back of the, oh, you know, in the back seat. <laughs> well, uh, there, that was so. Well, that yeah. was the best part, and of course, they have to save it at the end of the two-hour program. Like the best I part know. is the last. They save the 10 best minutes. for last. Um, yeah. Yeah. There. Let's um, you know what I wanna I wanna uh, maybe let's 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 get over the boring stuff. Like to me, Avery and Ash, they're boring. I don't really care so much for their story. Um, but what do you think of Ash, guys? I mean, this is a guy who who supposedly wakes up, submerges himself in cold water, uh, does not drink or partake in the MJ, um admits that the majority of his clientele is single women, um, you know, and supposedly it has declared bankruptcy but drives an Audi. So I think that the reason he submerges himself in water is to cool his herpes down because this guy gets more ass than a toilet seat, okay? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) let's just start there. Like, okay, clearly a very attractive guy knows everything to say even the flower shop owner was like whoa like this dude needs to slow down like he needs to slow his role right and that audi i mean that looked like a freaking audi he got like from the auction nothing impressive honestly it was like old and small and it was like a coupe it was just a weird audi like i'm not gonna like you know throw my panties on the floor if i see that car personally (laughs) but I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Um, I, I honestly, I don't like Ash. I think, uh, I think he's all image. Um, I, I, I don't think he's really um, into her the way he says he is. We all saw that. Yeah, the the, the flower shop guy who's known him for what was it, like fifteen years, something like that, said he's always in there and he's always getting flowers for girls. Like this isn't this isn't new to him, right? Like. I, I just think it's it's all um, it's all a facade. Um, he seems really fake to me, and 
I don't know. Um, I don't like what he this thing he does with his eyes where they get super big and bug eyed. But maybe that's just me. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't like him a whole lot. He's just being creepy. <laughs> it's, it, he looks crazy. Is it just me or I don't know? He does this thing yeah, where his eyes get super big. I'm like, are you usually, high? Sorry. So he's. I think he's usually trying to do this like squinty, smoldering, sexy look. But then he's normally just a bug-eyed fool. Like that's, you know, there's one look he's got on Instagram like Tom, right, where he looks like this dashing, like, freaking James Bond. But then in real life, he's like a magoo. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Ash falls into this category. But he's still pretty above average attractive. But not for me. Well, I have no doubt that he has, you know, HPV. He's what? ready to. Well, I mean, like what Mariam says, right? Like, oh, and, and I, uh, what the flower you. guy also said, he goes through a lot of girls. I'm pretty sure he has some form of. Oh, I thought maybe he, he had dug up some tea on the guy. <laughs> no, like... I'm just guessing. This is a very calculated guesstimate, but um, you know, um, I'm not surprised if he, you know, has uh, gone through a lot of girls. Per what the flower, you know, his flower shop friend actually said. Um, I don't know what what do you guys think of you know his advice the the advice that he gave the one of his clients like would you pay to have this guy be your relationship coach? I mean, first of all, he does look oh kind of creepy, but like I'm not so convinced. Can we just talk about that. Okay, let's just talk about his his career as a relationship coach. All he does is just flirt with women online. That's what he does. Right. There's no coaching. Yeah, there's just flirting and like inflating of egos. Right. I didn't see anything that was like, you know, mind blowing, you know, spiritual, enlightening, anything like that. It was like this old middle aged woman on the Skype call or whatever that video call thing was, and he just kept flirting with her and she just kept giggling, like, Oh, oh Ash, you know, like this whole situation. And I was like, Wow, this is like his full time job. He's just scamming the ladies. He's a scammer. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's a clown. I think he he's what people would refer to today as a simp. Like I I, I don't I don't believe any of it. Um, yeah, I don't think it's relationship advice at, at all. I think he uses it to get close to women, especially women who are maybe vulnerable or um, recovering Lindsay. from like some failed relationship, right? Yeah. And he's just taking advantage yeah. of it. I don't I don't like it. Maybe we should match make him with Yolanda. Sounds like she would be a good oh, client. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do that to Yolanda. She deserves better. Or maybe it, it takes a scammer to know a scammer, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, he he's like a scammer on another level, though. Anyways, should we? Are we still talking about scammers? Are we gonna just jump I, yeah. into Osama? Uh, well, I was good. I was gonna jump into Yolanda because her storyline this episode was a little bit short and. Um, it turns out, like, you know, her calls are being ignored. So the Williams are, not, you know, he's not accepting her calls anymore. And then all of a sudden, his Instagram account got deleted. So I don't know, guys. I mean, I think she's scamming us. I think she's just creating something out of nothing. What do you guys think? Hmm. Hmm. I I think that she is genuinely a fool. Like, when you look at her, she's got a fucking question mark over her head all the time. Like, it, it looks to me like she don't know what the hell is going on. And 
based off of like the things that they shared about her husband and her life and stuff, it seemed like she was very overweight and very much codependent on her husband. And this trip to the UK that she's planning is the first time she's leaving the country at an older age. So she seems to have had a very sheltered life prior to her husband passing away. So I really think that, I really think this is like just genuine stupidity. Like I don't, I don't doubt that she actually thinks that this guy is real and that there's a chance. Like I I think that she's being scammed big time, but she's just blind to all of this because it's all so new. It's like a realm of like, of, of like a new territory that she's entered, which is like, I'm not being coddled and I'm not being sheltered and I don't, and everyone's going to take advantage of me. You know what right. I mean? Right. If, um, if, if we're to believe that this entire story isn't contrived and, and it's, it's, it's completely 100% genuine, I think Yolanda is, um, she's getting played. She's in complete denial of, of what's going on. Um, the, profile the instagram profile it it wasn't even deleted it was edited so i've gone through a name change because um like i didn't want to use my stage name quote unquote so i changed my name you can change your name on instagram like the person williams or whatever he didn't actually delete his account all he, he changed the name he kept the bio info the same and he deleted all her pictures or all their pictures. So I think the gig is up. He got discovered. He knows that he can no longer scam Yolanda because it, it's gone as far as, as it can go. And, you know, he didn't get any money out of it. So he had to edit his profile and now he's on to the next. Now he's going to upload different pictures on the same profile. He's going to he's gonna use a different name. The bio remains the same. It's the same exact account. It's just the details of the account are going to be different now um, for the next uh, for his next victim, and I just feel really bad for her yep. because she doesn't she doesn't get it, and she's like it does it makes no yeah. damn sense it makes sense you just don't want to admit to it either that or yeah maybe you're you're older you're out of touch you don't know how how these kind of things work but yeah she got she got played luckily she didn't give any money like I said in the last um, um, in our previous um, episode. Had she given him money for that ticket, he'd have took the money and ran, not bought a ticket, and and the game would have been over then and there. But he, you know, he 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 kept trying to get more money out of her, and once he, you know, once he saw that he was probably getting discovered by giving the wrong airport and all this and that, he was just like, "Fuck it, like I'm this is done. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna start from the beginning and see if I can grab some, um, get somebody new." I feel bad for him. Yep, I, 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 I totally, I totally agree with you. I thought maybe like the, I, I thought maybe the, the, the Italian guy whose photos he was using was probably like suing him or like you know pinging him and saying like, hey, stop using my photos. So he like deleted all his photos on his Instagram account because you know it is a stock image of a random Italian guy, you know, right, exercising in yeah, a park. Yeah, but all that stuff is really hard to track and then to enforce, you know, and it takes money and time and effort. And if you're like a hot Italian guy, you kind of want your pictures all over the Internet. Like that's just like free publicity for him. Right. So I don't know. I I don't I'm kind of leaning more towards she a fool. She got played. This guy's Mm -hmm. like just he just like dipped. Like he was like, I'm done. Like the gig is up. She's going to come and visit me. And I didn't get no money out of her. It's done. So I, I'm thinking that this storyline is 
is at an end. Yeah. Yeah. It's dead to me. Speaking of free publicity, uh, what about Darcy doing gym time? Are you guys convinced that she actually? <laughs> uh, what the hell was that shit? I mean, and she what actually sprints hell? on that treadmill like like she's running away from Tom. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I don't know. I think like she's, she's like chasing Jesse. Right, exactly. Um, I I really think that Darcy is really trying to stretch her fame. Um, you know, I I I'm not convinced by this storyline anymore. Like I I you know, Tom is just a very expensive booty call, and I'm I bet Tom sees her the same way too. Like you know, they have to travel to each other to kind of rekindle this romance and. I'm I'm just kind of over it. I I don't know. I mean, I know there's a lot of diehard, you know, Stacy and Darcy fans out there. Um, I'm just not about her anymore. I mean, she has to stop with her lip fillers too. Like, I feel sorry for her now. Um, I mean, it, it's also the first episode where she did not cry. I mean, that's the only consolation. Yeah, good me. point. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking that her storyline is going to get juicy quickly. Like, I think all this is leading up to something because, you know, she is the queen of 90 Day Fiancé. Um, <laughs> but just, just like, talk about her relationship. Honestly, like, this is all Tom's bad, okay? Tom knew exactly what Darcy's situation was with Jesse, all that stuff. He still continued to pursue her. And then he gave, he gave her, you know, a key to his house in the shape of an engagement box. I mean, honestly, that was a very grand gesture, and then all of a sudden, like, she came back to the States, and then he went, like, like just, like, cold turkey on her, like, just dark. Like, where are yeah. you, dude? Doesn't even you wish her I mean? happy like, birthday. I, I, yeah, I kind of, like, I'm kind of blaming Tom for this one. You know what I mean? Like, I know, like, like Darcy's all over the place. She's emotionally super fragile, but Tom knew all this. He knew everything about her. If he had not, and this was, like, an organic relationship that they had just randomly you know, met online or something, it would be different. But he knew what he was getting into, and he is still playing her, which is kind of fucked up, honestly. So this is Tom's bad, from my opinion. I mean, you know, I think Darcy's, you know, she's hurt, you know? She's hurt, she's sad, but she's also trying to keep her shit together. Like, I think she's, like, trying not to cry, you know? And I gotta give her props <laughs> for that. <laughs> you know? I don't, like, yeah. I don't think so. Here, here's where, Here's where I'm at. Um, I think it's one of those where um, it depends really w- which perspective we take. And I, uh, you know, I'm not even playing devil's advocate here. I just think Darcy tends to over romanticize things, whereas Tom right. is more realistic and level-headed. And that's where their, uh, that's where the perception of where the relationship is is uh, is kind of failing. Um, she needs constant attention. He's like, look. Can you can you like give me some space? Like you can't keep calling me, you know, during my work day when I'd say, look, I, I'm in the middle of a meeting or like I'm I'm asleep. And you know, I think he 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 does intentional things to distance himself. Um, I do think it's wrong that he started seeing somebody else instead of like giving it a clean break, giving her like a clean break. I mean, and saying, look, cool. this isn't working out, working out. But I don't know what I don't know what all footage we didn't see. Did he? Did he say this isn't working out, or, or was he really vague? Because this is, um, I, and I wrote this down as a quote. 
he called it a romantic notion. When, right. When yeah, what was the on the phone. fuck is that? A romantic, is a romantic notion? notion? <laughs> yeah. What is He completely, completely downplayed the Totally downplayed yeah. it. So, what kind yeah. Of, like, what the hell is a romantic it's, notion? Basically, Miriam, he's trying you know? to say that that was a summer fling that just didn't work out. Right. And he's, I and think he's I'm also saying... And break up with you. Um, I think he's also saying we're no we're no longer together. It's his way of sliding that in. Yeah. And you have to read between the lines. And he says, yeah, you know, I'd like to see a, a person that I used to have a romantic, I shared a romantic notion with. He's kind of inferring to her, hey, we're we're done. We've been done. Yeah. But he's not coming out to really, he's just not coming out to say it, say it. And maybe so he told what, her so what? So what is Darcy then? Is like, is she like, is she like a New York booty call now? Like, I, I don't get it. You know what I mean? So why go through all that trouble? Just as Darcy said, if you're going to break up with me, break up with me over the phone. Like, don't drag my ass all the way to New York. Because that's that's the effed up part about Tom, if that's what's going to happen. Same with Jesse. It's like this whole thing, you know? Like, as a woman, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are and how many times you've been through a relationship, you know, like, your emotions are still up and down all over the place. You know what I mean? And And, like, this whole bullshit Tom says about I'm busy, I'm working, I can't call you all the time. If he wants to call her, if he wants to make it work, he knows how to make it work, okay? Those are all excuses. At the end of the day, if you want want to talk to someone 100 times a day, you will find ways to talk to them 100 times a day. Just like, I just want to tell him to STFU, like, (laughs) stop turning the tables, stop making Darcy look like she's, like, this needy person. You, You fed all that stuff into her, you know what I mean? Like, she came and stayed with you for three weeks, and... You told her that you love her on national TV. You gave her a key to your house. Like, that's a, you know, a romantic notion. Come on, dude. It's just did like, he say he loves kind of guys. He d- I don't yeah, think he, he did. did. I don't think he did. Oh, you don't I don't think, think he did. He did. Uh, yeah, yeah, because remember, she keeps saying, like, she oh, I love you. It. And he just kept quiet. Even yeah. up to the part where they, they, they part ways at the airport, like, she said it again, like, I love you, and he just kept quiet. He just yeah. kept, like, trying to kiss her or hug her. And I think he even brought her attention, right? Like, he, he even said, is is that, like, an American thing or something? Do you need to hear that? Or he says something like that. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, why do you need this, like, validation? He tried to turn it, like, do, like why guys, do you need to hear that from me? Tom gave her the impression or at least that's this is how I'm interpreting this. He did give her the impression that they almost he would almost propose. I don't know. I mean, just yes. watching the you know that season where they spend time in um what's that country? I forgot. But you know, what I mean, like he said, like oh, this is where my parents proposed or something like that. I mean, again, I mean, someone yep. could check check me, but yeah, like the way he the way he presented himself is that he's serious. About you know he's serious about the relationship and he almost wanted to propose but she just couldn't get her sh- her shit together and right it, they ended up it was going to like, the sister's boyfriend's country yeah right what was it where is was it it Albania it's Albania Albania, it's Albania. Yeah. yeah um I uh, you know I, and I don't want to talk about this too much I know we're we're on we're on time here but like I think though when it comes to Darcy. She pushes for shit 
quick. Like she's constant. It's all pressure, pressure, pressure. The, the, with Jesse and with Tom, it's like, when are we getting married? When are we getting married? When are we getting married? Right. Dude, can you chill out? Can we just, can we just feel this out? Can we like, can we do this and just like, you know, like fall in love first and like really get to know each other, like intimately, not just, I mean, we, they only seen each other once and then she's already, can we get married? Can we get married? Can we get married? And I know that's the theme of this entire um, series, right? Like seeing somebody wanting to marry him right away. But like with Darcy, it's constantly, constantly like, oh, are, are you going to tell me you love me? Like, are, are you going to marry me? And it's just a lot of pressure um, with, with Jesse and with Tom. And I could see, I could see that from both of them, um, that they were just like, dude, can you just chill out with all this? Like, why can't we just like, you know, just go through, like, go with the flow of things. I don't know. Anyway, All right. I, I get it, though. I get it, though. Like, fuck a Tom, dude. Yeah, that, that photo <laughs> with him. him with another girl. That's terrible. Dude, you shouldn't have let her on. Yeah, I I, I, that, I don't I don't I don't play around with that. You know, that's um that was, yeah, his bad. He should have just, like, not given mixed signals and just tell Darcy where he really stands if he right. was if he was already dating somebody else. For her to find out that way was pretty fucked up. All right, quick yeah. yes, yes or no um, answer from you guys. Should Darcy continue to be featured on Ninety Day Fiance if she doesn't? If this, if her storyline does not end with an engagement, do we does does she deserve another like an another you know season on TLC? Yes or no, Miriam? Yes. Lon. No. All right, we're split here. Um, I just want to end that. I, I just want to end this discussion by saying I thought it was weird that Stacy drove. I mean, or Stacy drives a Nissan Altima. I thought she would drive something. I thought that, yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> Does anyone know this? I saw that too. I saw that that too. Was, she looks like she she should have like a Mercedes. Yeah, you know. But, I mean, but the seats like, for leather. Like, no? friendly car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe just, it's a family friendly really car. Impressed. Yeah, I'm um, really impressed. I know. I was I was a bit let down because I know that they they're all about you know LV this Gucci that and then Nissan Altima really. I mean I, I'm <laughs> glad that they went for something reliable, but like you would think she would drive like a you know like an Audi or a Mercedes or you know a Tesla or whatever. Anyway, moving on to the newest addition uh, to last night's episode. Uh, uh, well, I guess it's, uh, I'm not sure if this is 90 Days Fiancé's first gay couple, but uh, we finally met uh, Stephanie, a 29-year-old from Yonkers, uh, New York. And, uh, I mean, we haven't met her partner, or rather her, yeah, well, I wouldn't say partner, but I guess her, her girlfriend or potential lover, Erica. Um, so a bit of uh, background on Stephanie. She's a self-proclaimed bisexual uh, YouTuber uh, slash influencer slash musician slash, I don't know, lifestyle guru. Uh, originally from Czech Republic, immigrated with her mom when she was seven. Um, and she's, uh, you know, uh, taken a fancy towards this 24-year-old uh, professional photographer from Down Under, whom she met through Instagram. I, I mean, I can go on, but like, I just want to know you guys' thought on you know, on on their story. What do you think? Marion? Honestly, I'm a little bit bored with them. Um, <laughs> really? She Why? Just, she just seems... 
so this girl seems like every other lost young soul that's soul searching that just needs attention that is just lost I don't know she just seems like she's lost and she's like this like balloon just like free flowing in the air and she goes she goes wherever the wind will take her and this time the wind has taken her is going to take her to Australia so she's bisexual now she might not be in the future maybe she becomes a vegan I don't know it's like these just weird phases that some of these people go through and I'm cool with it like I'm just like over it she's gonna go there it's gonna blow up honestly like as a woman I would never want to be with another woman because women are crazy so I'm waiting for I'm waiting for that to (laughs) to bubble over and then that's gonna be done it's gonna be a done deal what about you Lon um so Stephanie um you know I really like her a lot And I like her storyline with Erica a lot. Maybe it is because I'm a guy viewing it, um, you know, from the lens of a a male. But, you know, she's super, super likable to me, at least. Like, the fact that she has this weird disease where she can't, I don't know, she she has some kind of, um, I think she called it aplastic anemia, where she has weak bone marrow or something. Um, The whole... Um, struggle of of coming out uh, to her parents um, much more like admitting that you're going um, to visit you know um, uh, a potential lover in Australia Um, I'm just I'm all for it and I think they're both really um, super cute (laughs) so that I mean again that's me speaking as a guy Um, but I'm just, I really think she's, she's one of the more likable characters, uh, excuse me, characters, uh, people, um, on the show. And, um, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm here to see how it goes. Um, I hope, you know, that, uh, things work out for her, um, especially with coming out, uh, to her parents. Um, you know, I don't know how much of this is all contrived, so I, I don't know if, you know, national television is the way to go about doing it for, for telling your parents, um, for the first time. But, um, I really, I, I really like this couple. I like, uh, I like this person and yeah, I'm, I can't wait to see where it goes. You know, guys, I just want to say I, that, um, I don't get why she has to go to Australia. I feel that this is a very forced storyline just because if you if you declare that you have this rare disease right that makes you susceptible to the common cold why do you risk it and to you know to go all the way to australia why can't she come to you and i think this well, question is being posed could... by her mom sorry ma'am go ahead i mean yeah no if, she, if if it was that easy then you know what her her vlog would have no content that's true. And I should have nothing to talk to all of her followers about. But she now she's them. like this martyr. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now she's like a martyr, you know. She's like for love going across the world for this girl. It's just like, it, it, she's just trying to like build her like, fo- her like followers and like that whole thing. And I mean, I mean, all good for her. But for me, it just, it just seems, I don't know. I'm not really buying it personally. And I think that's why I'm bored. Because it just seems very much like the storyline is about her wanting to come out to her mom, right. which she's clearly struggling with, and all of this is like just like an ex- not want to say an excuse, but, you know. I mean, there might definitely be some feelings there, but it's kind of like 
the problem is her her having to come out to her family and having to deal with that issue. And instead of that, there's like a lot of other things happening instead of her just addressing the issue. Because if she had this open and cool relationship with her mom, and I get it, her mom's an immigrant, like the culture, I get it, you know, she doesn't feel comfortable coming out. But if she had that solid relationship with her mom, maybe she would not have to go find that relationship with another female in Australia. I don't know, but I I might sound like an insensitive bitch by saying that, um, but that's just kind of how I view it. But I'm just I'm over it. I don't know. I'm I'm not that into it, and I also feel like TLC had to eventually have a same sex couple on there. Like I'm sure there's like a lot of complaints, and I'm sure we might see one or two more in the future. Yeah. So I also feel like TLC TLC had to check that box. So right here we are. Right. Well, you know I I. Before we move on, I just want to say, like, can we all agree that all moms bring a ton of food and clean your place if they ever visit you? It's not just, it's not just oh a typical God. Eastern European mom. Let's just put it that way. Like, I, I feel like any mom who comes to your house will bring food, will clean your place. I don't know. I just want to put that out there just because, like, she said, oh, oh yeah. you know, it's like a typical moms. Eastern European mom. Exactly. God bless all moms. Um, I love it. I mean, they just want to like feed you and, you know, make sure that you're taken care of. That's, I love, I love seeing that. That right. was very genuine and I loved it. Yeah. Um, Lon, any last words about Stephanie and Erica? I know you're big fans of this couple, but just thought we'll finish off and go to the juicy stuff after this. Yeah, no, that's, that's it. I'll, um, you know, I'm sure there's going to be more on their story and, um, there are a lot more to talk about, so yeah. Oh, I'm my bad, guys. We have one more boring couple to talk about, and it's Jeffrey and Faria. I, I don't know. I mean, I I, I cringe. Oh never, like, cringe worthy. Cringe worthy, right? Yes. I mean, it, it, they don't like have fear. chemistry. I, I had fear. Right. I know. Oh I was like, Faria, run the other way, please. <laughs> Oh and, my god! And I think that I think that Varya's gut is telling her that. I think that right. her women's intuition has kicked in, and there's yes. like an alarm going off on her in her head, but she's still trying to force this because she's trying to get to America. Right. And then there's this guy who is just clearly just like mentally unstable. My God! And I'm so happy she listened to her friends, and she's not going to stay with him in that hotel room because yeah. It's just, it's just too weird. Oh my god! Like you can just, like it's just so awkward. It's painful to watch. Um, it's like zero chemistry. If anything, there's like a negative chemistry there, where right. it's just like, yeah. it's, it's like trying to, you know what I mean? It's like these two puzzle pieces that just do not want to fit, and they keep forcing it and forcing it, and it's just like, oh my god, just like stop and like move on. Like, you, like you're not compatible, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just like that. It's like I don't know. Like I'm just I'm really scared. Like I'm not cringing. I'm more like hiding and shuddering when I'm watching this couple. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't I don't think it's boring because I I think the the fact that like I cringe so much and I'm like oh this is this is so uncomfortable to me that's the entertaining part of it. Like he's yeah he's he's terrible. I I think he's the one that's 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 bringing this negative energy. And he tried to put it on her, and he was like, you're being standoffish. Like, the way I see it, she's the one that's trying. She's the one that's constantly talking to him. Exactly. Like, hey, 
what's this? What's that? Trying to crack jokes. What what are you doing? Are you bored? What she's the one that's trying to fill in the 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 awkward silences. And he's the one being super awkward, super like no social skills. I think he finally um, made an attempt at communication. They tried to clear the air and things just got even like cringier. Um, he, he tried to crack some kind of joke and it was a miss. Um, and then, you know, he and I think other shows do this, too. They'll, you know, they'll make fun of another country's food and how grossed out the other people, which is which is dumb. I think that's a dumb that's a d- dumb thing to do. I think they do it all the time. It's pretty formulaic. In the Philippines episode, they like the guy spit out like pig. It's pig. It's pork. Like, and you know this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like herring or something. So what? Like it looked. It looked good. And he's like, oh, it was disgusting. Blah blah blah. Like, I just think you know, if if that's part of their formula, they need to quit that. That's like tired and it's stupid. But if it wasn't, then he, he's even worse for it. Like, come on, man. Really, you can't just try some of her cuisine and like be open minded about it. Anyways, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean. I mean, I get it, Lon. Like, what is this guy expecting? Like, a prime rib steak sandwich and potatoes? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, like, what? You know what I mean? Like, what does he expect? Like, yeah. you're in freaking Moscow. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what do you expect them to bring you? Like, some fucking McDonald's? I, Didn't I don't know. he even like, tell her to pick goes, something? Like, oh, pick something. Exactly, like, which I thought was cool, right? Yeah. And yeah. Then, like, and then he picked something, and then he's like, yeah, that was, like, so rude. And that's just like a typical American behavior that yeah. I can't stand. I, you know, what's more disturbing than typical American behavior is the fact that he avoided talking about his ex when she started digging, and right. uh, he, and she even pointed out that he conveniently hid the fact that he has kids, and she had to find out through social media that he does have like what three kids. Right. So I thought that was. I hope that's eye-opening for her, and I hope that that will make her question who he really is and what his true intentions are, because this guy is, he looks psychotic, he might be psychotic, he's uh, he's a felon, um, you know, I, I don't know, I mean, I guess we all have to stay tuned um, and see where this goes. But on to more, um, hopefully, lighter topic. Um, well, not so light topic. I, you know, I want to start talking about Big Ed and Rosemary. Um, so we finally get to meet Rosemary. Um, I don't know how to start, guys. I mean, just seeing how she lives, you know. I, I, I first of first of all, I just want to say that, and again, Lon, you can probably vouch uh, on this too. That's typical age, like real Asian type of living. You know, like it's this is how people live in most, uh, I I would say, developing Asian countries. Um, I do want to say that seeing how she lives and how she has to scoop water from a huge barrel, you know, how she has to wash her clothes by hand. I mean, it it made me feel very grateful that I come from where I come from, (laughs) which is Singapore. Um, But. You know, it it is just such a. Just, I mean, it's a culture shock just seeing it, but and I'm pretty sure Big Ed, Big Big Ed will get his culture shock very soon in the next episode. But I I don't know. I mean, the other thing that it's it's just disturbing watching it. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but um, you know, it's, it's I don't know. It's 
I, I don't know where to start actually. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Nadia, I felt the same way. I was like taken aback at, you know, how simple these people's lives are and you know, in comparison to like my life and like everything I have and all the excess things I have and how I live. And number one, it was very humbling for me and it made me really grateful. And I'm really happy that people can see this because like the way Americans live, like we live very lavishly, you know what I mean? It's how I look at it compared to a lot of the world that live kind of more like the way Rosemary lives. But what was really inspiring to me was Rosemary's attitude and positive outlook in life. Yeah. You know, like she's not, she's not like a victim and she's not like one of these, these people whose heart has like hardened because she's seen a lot of hardship, hardship. Like she has a son and you know what? She just, she wants the best for her son. And you know, like, she, overall, like, I thought she was a pretty positive and pleasant person. I'm actually kind of rooting for her and Ed at this point. Like, I think they might be my favorite couple this episode that, you know, it, it is in my, like, you know, like, like category where I actually want them to succeed, not this, this the other couples where, like, it's just nice watching them and laughing um, and all this other stuff. But I don't know. Like, I really admire her. Like, she just gave me all the good feels, and I, I'm really, I'm rooting for them. I want this relationship to work. Right. So for me, um, this really hit close to home um, because when I was, I visited the Philippines for the first time um, when I was 32 or 33, and I hadn't been there um, since I was like three years old before then. And when I saw this um these the scenery for myself like it I, I was taken aback and again just you know just to reiterate what you all said um yeah i was super grateful for um you know what the things we take for granted right and it brings me back to when people are saying oh you know you're just you're you're here because you just want a better life yeah fuck yeah obviously they want to come to america yeah. for a better life yeah that's yeah that, that shouldn't even be a question, and I don't think we should blame them for that. And I do think she, like you said, she was, she seemed genuine. She really, it really, to me, it, yeah, she wants a better life for her and her kid, but that doesn't discount how she feels about Big Ed, right? Like, I really do think that she's, I don't think she's using him in that sense, but yeah, if it will, if it will improve her life, that's not anything I'm gonna, I'm gonna fault her for. And I think, I think too, the her positive outlook is because she doesn't have, um, she doesn't have people to compare to. Like for us, we're like the grass is greener, and we're always envious of other people because we can see the things they have. For her, this is normal life. This is what her neighbors uh-huh. have. This is what, unless she's traveling yeah. to Manila, the big city, then she gets to experience life that's different. But for her, this is normal. This is the standard of living. And it's below the poverty line, but that's just that's that's how everyone is, um, in, where she's yep. from. So like, yeah, and she's you know, not like, over here like, and wa- wanting, you know, the 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 next car or whatever have you. Like, anyway, I'm sorry, Mary, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, 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 and I, you know, just to kind of like echo some of the things you're saying, like if I was in her shoes, I would do the same thing. I would want a better life for myself and my son by any means possible. You know, because honestly, Big Ed, for us, it's like, hell no, this guy is this, and this guy is this, and this guy looks like this, and whatever. 
But for her, like, you know, like the life that he can give her is like, like, like a heavenly life, a very comfortable life. You know what I mean? She's over there like doing laundry in a plastic bucket. You know what I mean? Like what? You're, like she, she's going to go from doing her laundry like that to a washer and dryer. You know, like right. stuff like that for us that we take for granted. This is like major life changing things for her, you know, aside from the fact that she's only 23. Like, she can go to school. She can get a job. She can have a career here. Like, honestly, if I was in her shoes, I would do the same damn thing. You know, I think that she got lucky because I think Ed's actually a nice guy. You know? I, I, I think he's, like, a decent guy. You know? Like, he doesn't seem like he's a creep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. We, can, we, can be a, we can rest assured that he's not planning to, like, traffic her or he's not planning to, like, you know. No treat her badly. I mean, he, he seems like a stand-up guy. He's nice and everything. Um, I do want to point out that when I was watching Pillow Talk yesterday, some one of the couples actually said, well, one of the, the you know, one of the women in, in on Pillow Talk actually said, like, I could never sleep with someone who's the same age as my dad. And I was like, oh my God, that is so <laughs> true. Like, how There's creepy is that? Like, it, well, yeah. I guess, yeah. Some people are into it, you know? Different folks got different strokes. Like, some people, it's like they're into the older guy. Like, you know, maybe they got, like, daddy issues. I don't know. And, again, (laughs) I don't think Rosemary is, like, looking for an older guy. I just think that she's just trying to find her ticket out of there, rightfully so. Anybody in her situation would do the same. And Ed Ed is the one that everything is kind of lining up with him. I'm sure, like, you know, in a perfect world. She'd be with, like, someone that's, like, younger, yeah. you know, skinnier, because she didn't make a comment about how big he is and whatever. Like, I'm sure everyone's not their list, but you know what? She'll take it. She'll take Ed. Yeah. yeah. And that's love, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Here's, <laughs> here's, a, very, <laughs> here's a very dark question to ask, you, to ask you guys. Do you think she is keeping a very dark secret from Ed because... When she said that she has been to Manila and she had stayed in a hotel room with five guys during a New Year's party, should we read into that? Like, is is she doing, like, favors if you guys catch my drift? Like, I, I just found that to be kind of like, it, it. I mean, I sat up when I heard that because I was like, whoa, what is she, someone from, you know, a rural area in Manila you know, the city, the capital city, right? Um, and staying in a hotel with five guys and, and admitting that she, she drinks and, you know, she gets drunk and stuff during a New Year's party. Like, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's something more to her that we may not, or we, we might find out or we may not find out. Yeah, I just think that's um, that's the show taking taking her words out of context intentionally to make people feel that way um i think there it was it was co-ed i think there were guys and girls but because ed asked her how many guys there were or if there were guys there she told him oh yeah there were there were like five guys there but there weren't only five guys there and her mm-hmm. you know this isn't like casting couch or wherever i don't know but i just think like the show intentionally takes those moments um, so that we can take them out of context or intentionally takes those moments out of context so that we can misinterpret 
um, these kind of situations. But yeah, I just think it was New Year's. She went to a party that that had both guys and girls there, and Ed was asking about the guys because that's just that's just what Ed's gonna do. How many guys were there? He's insecure, and she's like, oh, there were like five of them or something. But yeah, I don't know. I don't um, I don't necessarily think uh, you know she's. Uh, you know, a sex worker, if that's what we're trying to imply, or if um, she has relationships with many men, if that's just the way she rolls. Um, I just don't think that's it. I think it was uh, it was a little more innocent than um, than how it was portrayed on TV. Mary, many thoughts I mean, on that? I, yeah, I kind of did, like, you know, that did get my, my wheels spinning a little bit, and a part of me kind of thought the way, you know, Lon is kind of you know, putting a perspective. And then another part of me thought, like, again, she's on survival mode. She's got a mouth to feed in addition to her own. And you know what? If she has to freaking prostitute herself, then you know what? Unfortunately, like, so be it, you know? And I'm sure that a lot of girls here have, you know, you know, had one-night stands with guys that they wish they hadn't. And at least she's making some money off of it. So, Whatever. Yeah, no, um, yeah. no, uh, no hate, no judgment on sex. <laughs> yeah, work. no shame yeah. in that. I believe yeah. like sex work is work. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a service, and you know people are paying for it, and people provide the service. It's completely transactional. I have, you know, I have no judgments when it comes to sex work. Just put that out there. Well, it's going to be interesting um, next uh, in the next episode when she starts. Uh, I guess. Uh, being domineering towards his wallet and um i wonder how this storyline would turn out once she finds out that he wants to get a vasectomy and she wants to have a girl um a girl. right she wants two more kids yeah oh she wants gosh. a girl because she's a boy um this is just very interesting i just i mean i'm kind of rooting for them um you know i i i mean like you guys i think she deserves a better life um yeah, I, I, I mean, their their storyline is definitely very interesting, and I, I can't wait to to see what happens in the next episode. Um, so the last couple, and I think this is like cherry on top here. Save the best uh, for last. Saving the best for last, as usual. Um, oh my god, I don't know what to say. I, you know, I have, I, I just have to start off with saying that um, my boyfriend has asked me to write a complaint letter to TLC for grossing him out <laughs> because he saw some tongue wagging or tongue kissing. Oh God! <laughs> and it's just something that you cannot unsee. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, this guy, he, you know. First of all, I thought it was Soldier Boy. It's not. It's Soldier Boy. So that's my bad, uh-huh. you guys. I'm sorry if I mispronounced. Um, lives with his friends. Um, one uh, has has the same name, and the other one he calls Giant. Um, he is very self-aware of the relationship situation. He did say, like, you know, he, she does. She does get jealous. And she could potentially make his career difficult. I think that's what he that's what he said. Um, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> first of all, what career? Like, what kind of a celebrity lives uh, like lives like that in like this like bachelor pad with like mattresses on the floor? And I get it. Yeah, Nigeria is like 
a third world country, but please don't call yourself a celebrity, please. Just say, <laughs> you know what, it's like my side hustle. Right. You know? Well, he does I mean, have fans. I have a lot of feelings. I have a lot of feelings about this. So I'm going to let Lon start with Soja Boy and Baby Girl, Lisa. <laughs> okay, so this was... Uh, to me, this wasn't the best for last. This was the most difficult for me to watch. There were times uh-huh. I turned, I just turned away because I couldn't. Uh, I was, I was getting my skin was crawling, and yeah, it was, it was difficult for me to watch. Um, I do uh, like how he told his friends, you know, the beauty is not what you consider the most. You know, I, I thought that was really honest of him to say. Um, but he, again, you know, he's not attracted to her, and he was really forthcoming with that kind of information and um, maybe attraction isn't um, everything but I do think it should play a role somewhere in a relationship so for me that was one of those things where how genuine can this really be um, if, if he he's not really you know attracted to her again if if I were Lisa that would be that would be a red flag and also, what's up with her DMing his fans? Like, that's not cool. Yeah, that's Sending, not cool. Yeah, that's that's not cool. Um, if if I, I were him, so I'd, have, I'd have to put a stop to that. I'd have to be yeah. like, uh-uh, none of that. You can't be doing that. Anyway, yeah. So Cooking, grooving, me, and cruising. So for me, like, the whole, like, physical attraction thing, I think that's very important. I mean, Lisa was clearly over-the-top happy. She said, oh, my God, he's, like, hotter in real life than you know he is over photos and skype or whatever they're doing but he was straight like straight up and he was like i had no idea she's got this belly and (laughs) you know kind of like motion towards her bosom like i you know that he would want ideally that to be bigger and i mean as a black man clearly you know he was looking for the booty didn't see nothing all the boots in the tummy so (laughs) it's like that commentary was like kind of like what WTF and then that other stuff when the producer asked him like are you looking forward to having sex with Lisa and his response was like well you know she's got the lady parts and I got the guy parts so you know (laughs) yeah what kind of explanation is this like come on guys that's what he said cooking, grooving and cruising man it's like what what is yeah oh my god and I don't know if you guys noticed, but when, you know, he shows up at the airport with his friends, she's clearly unhappy, then they're going to the car, and then Osama gave his friends this weird look, where it was like, get into the car, it was like this, like, secret eyebrow look thing that they did, which kind of, like, made me, you know, it it basically made them look like they were, like, gonna hustle this woman. And all three of them were in on, in on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know if you guys caught that, but I was like, oh, okay. Like, these are Yahoo boys, clearly. Um, <laughs> and then, I don't know. Like, the friends are just like, they're clearly like, are you kidding me? And Osama is clearly like, I'm getting the fuck out of Nigeria. Like, this is my, this is my meal ticket. This is my plane ticket. And everything's got a cost. You know what I mean? There's cost to everything. At the end of the day, you know, he's going to hit that baby girl Lisa and he's going to put up <laughs> for the next couple of weeks. So I don't know. It's, just, this was like one of those couples where it's like, it looks like she was about to get raped. Uh, I mean, 
I thought I saw a look of panic on him, but uh, maybe I was reading too much into it. <laughs> she said something about like, I didn't come here, I didn't come all this way to sleep. And I, I swear like he, his heart probably skipped a bit and like, like his face totally like, like I can see, a, I can sense a bit of panic on his face. <laughs> but um, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. I, that was, like, awful. It just looked like, yeah, it was just really very uncomfortable for me to see that part. Yeah. I don't know. Can we, can we agree that he looks like a poor man's version of Usher? Not to me. Uh, I don't even, I don't think he's nowhere near Usher for me. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I just, just, a bit of Usher. I don't know why. I just can't stop looking at those gaps in his teeth when he's be smiling, you know? Oh my God. And he's got this look in his face like, oh yeah, I got this one. Like, she on the hook, guys. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right, guys. Since so, we yeah, are... Just... Yeah. Sorry. We're, since we're 90 Day Fiance, what the fuck, uh, WTF, let's uh, wrap up by each telling our listeners uh, what your favorite WTF moment or WTF couple is on this episode. And I'll start with mine. Um, I would say my WTF is, well, basically it's Stacy driving a Nissan Altima that was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like all that, all that Botox and fillers and she drives a Nissan. But anyway, that's my WTF. <laughs> what about you guys? Miriam, you want to start first? Yeah, so my most cringe-worthy moment this past episode had to be watching Lisa, lit, not yeah, baby girl Lisa lick Osama in the back of the taxi cab. I was like, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, this was like before the fucking coronavirus. Like, I mean, do you know what's out there? Like, fucking God. lifestyle best shit. I mean, and you know her mouth smells like a pack of menthol oh, cigarettes oh too. Like you know you know that bitch just smokes the fucking like hardcore shit too. Oh. And she's over there oh. licking it up and he has to just smile like he's just smiling through all of the pain. Oh my god. So I that was like the worst for me. Yeah, I gotta lice all my <laughs> eyes for that. Um Lon, what about you? Yeah, that was um uh you know uh, uh I, I agree with uh, Miriam, but um, rather than share the opinion, uh, I think for me, uh, another what the fuck moment was just Jeffrey and Varya um, in the back of their cab oh. and just Jeffrey being just completely socially awkward uh, and, and uncomfortable and not not doing anything really to advance the relationship or to make her feel comfortable and then saying that she was standoffish. Like, what the fuck? Come on, man. Uh, yeah. I even I think to break the ice, he pointed at something in her teeth, and he said, "Yeah, got lipstick it. stain." Yeah, like okay, that's that's a great icebreaker. Okay, like yeah. <laughs> if, if anything, that was like to make her feel more insecure. You know yeah, what I mean? like real smooth, that's dude. Like a psychological tactic you're supposed to give people to like exert your power and make them feel insecure. If you're ever Maggie, in a situation right? like that, something you're supposed yeah. to criticize them. Yeah, he was right? negative. Totally. Anyways. All right, guys. Well, Miriam Lon, thank you once again for joining me on this podcast. We are 90 Day Fiancé, what the fuck, <laughs> WTF. <laughs> um, so I hope we, uh, you know, this seems like a really great 
recap episode. So um, till next time. Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye everybody. Bye.